What's good, everybody? Welcome to Cultural Currency, episode one. I'm your host, Devin Riley. What's good? I just want to give a quick shout out to anybody who clicked on that link. I appreciate you for listening, and hopefully we'll have more episodes on the way as soon as we get more guests. So if you're interested, hit me up and let's get to work. Um, I just wanted to say real quick, I've been wanting to make this for quite a while now, so thought kind of what better time to do it than during the quarantine when I don't have as much to do. Um, I might as well just put my talents to good use and make something like a podcast, you know, just to ease the tension a little bit, give me something to do and talk to my friends a little bit, have some fun. But let's jump into the name real quick. So the name of the podcast is Cultural Currency, right? And kind of the vision that I have for it is that culture is the root of all human connection. So whatever that may be, whatever the culture you choose, whether that's sports, music, fashion, whatever it is, the more knowledge you have about it, the more currency you have in the world. And I'm not talking about money here. When I say currency, I mean it metaphorically as in like the more equipped you are to have like a validated opinion about what's going on in society, what people are doing, what are the new trends, different things like that. So that's kind of where I'm going with it, but hopefully it makes sense to everybody else and let's kind of jump into it. So we've got some entertainment news. We've got some interviews coming. We got a lot of stuff planned. So hopefully you stick with us and you enjoy episode one enough to continue on and watch episode two and so on and so forth. But appreciate you guys for listening and hopefully you enjoy what's up everybody we got a guest on today shout out to my man my friend my roommate arnaldo ayala in the building make some noise <laughs> what's gang. up bro? gang what's up it would be <laughs> fire if you had a soundboard and you could do like an applause Alright, oh definitely. I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in the effects, so don't worry about that. That's coming uh, in a later episode. Uh, this is just episode one, so we gotta get the feet wet. Right, for real, the foundation. I get you. Yes, so we're gonna sp- uh, shine the spotlight a little bit on you since this is episode one. We gotta start out with a fire intro to the guests. So introduce yourself. Most people may not know you, so why not give him a little bit of who Arnaldo is, what you do, things like that. Right. So I'm Arnaldo. I'm a student at the University of Illinois. I'm currently involved within like the Illinois student government as a student senator and as the Hope Department Director and as the Speaker Pro Tempore for the Senate. And I'm also involved in the Illinois Coalition Assisting and Documented Students Education. As the vice president of education. So you got some clout under your belt in the student politics realm. Yeah, we're political activists, I guess you could say. But not really, but yeah, we'll go with political activists. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went, to, I went to that uh, rally with you, so that was pretty fun. Good intro for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was a pretty critical rally. It was happening statewide not statewide nationwide actually but we got pretty unlucky with some terrible weather but we still persisted and it was a pretty good turnout it was a great event 
Definitely, bro. Gang shit. You know, <laughs> had to support the bro. But yeah, what are you doing during quarantine, man? What's going on? During quarantine, man, I am going crazy. I literally had nothing to do but my homework, even though I don't want to do my homework. And even though we're out of school and we're not physically meeting with like our student organizations, there's still a lot of responsibilities to be done with those. Definitely. So keeping up with those. They take up a lot of time, just as much as classes, pretty much. So keeping up with those and making sure everything is functioning smoothly and on track. Yeah, I'm trying to do the same, but, you know, those Zoom calls are just a dead mission every time. I literally hate logging on. I try to turn off my video yeah. just so I'm there in the chat. No, for real. That's how it is. Or, like, well, I don't know if some classes are like that with you, but, like, with some of my classes, they need you to be on, like, the Zoom. Like, they need to see your face, and that's irritating because today, for example, I woke up four minutes before my class, and I looked crusty. I was like, wow, this is how it is. <laughs> Literally, dude. I'm telling you, Zoom did coronavirus. They wanted everybody to get on their servers, and they knew this was the best way. So watch out for <laughs> Zoom to take over the world in a, in a couple of months, maybe. Maybe years. Who knows? But so are you missing campus, bro? Like, I definitely miss y'all. I miss the 216 boys. Shout out to Chilo. Shout out to Eddie. I definitely miss it. So do you miss campus? Do you miss ISG? How's it going for you? Yeah, I definitely miss campus. I miss just being like, I'm very, like, I like to be out and about. I like to frolic, as I say, around campus. And I just like to meet people and just socialize. Even like, if people that I know or, or if it's people that like, I don't know, I just like to talk and make meet new friends. So it sucks being like stuck in my room. I've literally been in my room this entire time. And I definitely do miss like, ISG just because of that. Like Every every week there's somebody new who goes and they they have an issue. And it's like, okay, well, let's try to solve this issue and we get to know each other and, most of the time, they're really cool people because there's so many. Like most of the people who go to our camp, who go to our school, who live on campus, are just cool people. We all vibe with each yeah. other. But I definitely miss it for sure. I miss the socializing. I miss like the people who I like would see every day and just like the human interaction for right. sure. So, where do you think you'd be without ISG? Like, I know campus is like huge. A lot of people really don't get it until you step foot onto campus. You realize, like, there's so many RSOs, there's so many clubs. It's, like, hard to kind of pick one or two things to do. So, like, mm -hmm. where would you have ended up if you weren't in ISG? Well, ooh, that's a good question. Where would, I have, where, where would I have ended up? Well, prior to ISG, I was very involved with, like, I guess, like, Latinx organizations like ICOS and, like, other organizations under, like, La Casa. But through those is kind of how I got involved in ISG because ISG is kind of like a collaboration of all of those like students who are involved in other organizations like military, yeah, yeah. like ethnic organizations or religious organizations or just like business professional organizations. So that's what I like about it is the fact that a lot of these people get their experience from other places and then they bring that leadership experience to this organization. And so you get like a whole bunch of great leaders with great ideas who just know how campus works and they had different perspectives from the different communities on campus. Definitely. And you know, I was in ISG with you for about a half a semester. That's but right. I don't yeah, I don't think that I had the political savvy to continue on. So it's good that you found it, you like it, and you're involved. So definitely a good talking point for the rest of your career, for your resume and everything. So just keep it up, bro. 
That's right. Thank you. Shout out to our former media senator. <laughs> Shout out. That was cold. I Those are the did days, my best. <laughs> yeah, hey, I did you know my what? best. You voted with what you thought was right, and that's all that matters, right? Representing right, your so constituents. The big, right. The big question is, did everyone else vote? I highly doubt it. So I'm calling you guys <laughs> out right now. I'm disappointed. Exactly. Everybody should have voted on those campus elections, man. <laughs> for those of you who don't like the Kingfisher, I like the Kingfisher, but definitely. Oh, we gotta talk. We should talk about Kingfisher. That would be a decent topic of conversation. That would be like, actually would be very controversial. It would be good to have different perspectives for sure. So, what is what do you think is like the best thing about being an ISG? Like, what has it taught you? Like, what kind of skills, things like that? Well, the thing that it's taught me is uh, my leadership skills. I guess I've refined. I'm like the hope director, so I run my own meetings. So the way that it works, ISG works. It's like a large entity, and then there's different committees and departments. But like they're different like directors, and those departments and committees are kind of like their own clubs. I would say like they require just like the same amount of um, time commitment. So creating my own department and then leading it and kind of making it successful has definitely made me more confident in my skills and just like a better leader. And then above that, it's just taught me how to work well with the team and when to when to be more assertive because a lot of people there sometimes kind of it's their way of the highway. And if you disagree with them, it's kind of yeah, like, true. You can't disagree with me, but it's like, well, I am disagreeing with you, and this is why I'm disagreeing with you. So when to put your foot down and when to be. Even then, I struggle with it sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? They can have it. Like I don't care. I pick and choose my battles. <laughs> sometimes when I do pick my battles, I'm like, I I try my best to stand up for myself or for what I believe in. Right. Um, what would you say is like the worst thing about it? Like I know campaigning is always like a pain. Oh you gotta go God. out, you gotta kinda spread the word and all that stuff. Yes, campaign season. I dread campaign season. I've done it every year since freshman year. And it's been it's been very there's a lot of highs, there's a lot of lows with campaign season just because I like like I said, I like talking to people, I like socializing with people, but I don't like being like your stereotypical politician, it's like I promise I'll do this and I'll promise I'll do this and it's like, well, like I'll do what I can and like I like my actions <laughs> speak more from like my actions speak louder than my words and I think what I've done has definitely proven that I do it like I'm doing the best that I can into my capabilities without making any false promises. And so I just don't like to make false promises and I don't like to like kind of not I don't want to say be fake, but I feel like sometimes like there are people who talk to who go to certain organizations only during campaign season and they're like Oh, we'll fight for you. We'll represent you. But then, when the going gets tougher, like when it actually comes time to it, they just, they just kind of forget about it. And so that's Two like the most part. Yeah, we should, like. And there are some people. Well, we won't we won't name any names on this podcast yeah. right now. We won't name any names. But no, no, no. yeah, because there are people with good intentions, but there are some people who like they make these big promises and think that they can like back them up. But then there's other responsibilities that come with like your job, and so it gets difficult. Or some people just sit right, right. Like, or whatever, like, it's not my, my biggest issue. So, things like that. For sure, for sure. So, if anybody's interested in ISG, hit up Arnaldo. He'll definitely give you the scoop, and hopefully That's you right. can get involved. But to each their That's own, right. you know. I tried it out, but I don't think I was cut out for it. But, hey, it is a great opportunity, so I'm glad you found something that you like and something that you can hopefully continue on with as a career. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. Career, I don't know if I'll be a career politician, but it's definitely seeing how Washington and like state capitals work, like in Springfield, is interesting for sure. It's very, 
it's very cutthroat and it's interesting to see how these people interact and how things work and it's kind of the South student government is, is like a simulation of that it's like very cutthroat very political everybody wants to be on top and that's kind of how it is but it's also very fun and you can do a lot like the organization has a lot of funding and has a lot of I guess like they can do a lot I think I'm an example of somebody who's done a lot for sure definitely bro so you said cutthroat let's talk a little bit about wrestling i've been watching like dark side of the ring and some other little like specials tv um video kind of documentary things and i know we got wrestlemania coming up so like you're the one who really got me back into wrestling it's kind of crazy i remember we watched i think it was elimination chamber last year when we were living in bousefield and i was like wow i cannot believe like this is still super interesting to me. No, time and, out. I will never forget it was an NXT event because you were shook at what NXT was. Yes, true. Shout out to NXT. NXT, yes. NXT is definitely on the come up. So if you haven't checked it out already, you should definitely check out NXT. Still under the brand WWE, but it's more of like the experimental upcomers people who are doing some different type of stuff if you're interested in wrestling but um so when you think of wrestling as a business like how can it be similar to politics like i know um we've got like the latter example like it's quick to climb up and become the top top dog like we kind of said earlier but it's also just as easy to fall off uh as quickly mm -hmm. as you climb to the top so how could you like relate it to politics uh, I can relate it to politics. Well, an example that I think is kind of interesting is that the women never get enough credit. So you look at like some of the women wrestlers, and they put up some pretty quality matches. And there are some women politicians who have done a lot and are do way more than like their men counterparts, but they don't get nearly yeah. enough credit or they don't get nearly enough recognition. So that's like something that comes quick to the top of my head. Another thing is kind of like some people, like you said, like instantly get to the top and like that clout and that like spark happens quickly and they just fade away and there's some people who i just think of like kofi kingston who took forever to finally get himself like that top title like the wwe title yeah that match there. was legendary with daniel versus daniel bryant that was legendary yeah that was an iconic it was really good it was a good match and it was there was a lot leading up to it there was like a lot of hard work and just you know probably a lot of emotional labor leading up to that too and it's kind of how like I guess you can see politics as too, because a lot of people they spend a lot of their time trying to work their way up in like state politics or in Washington, or even in like small political organizations like ISG. And with time and with like hard work and dedication, like it will be shown. Like your work will be like reflected. Right, it'll come to the surface. You just yeah. gotta wait for your opportunity. For sure. So let's let's go to. Your WrestleMania picks. Well, first of all, will you be watching WrestleMania on Sunday? I will be watching WrestleMania on Sunday. It's the goal. It's going to be weird with no fans. Yeah. Yeah. But what I do, what I think will be more interesting is they're not going to worry about cutting to the fans. And maybe some of those angles will be better. And they'll get, like, the best angles. And, like, we'll get some cool, really cool shots or, like, action shots going on. That's what I'm hoping. Right, because they say essential personnel only. So hopefully that includes the best camera people and anybody who else who can kind of make it look just as normal without the fans being there. Exactly. So we're going to go WrestleMania picks right now. 
right. just want you to say who you're going to think is going to win based on the match card that we got going. So first first match, Edge versus Randy Orton. Who are you picking? All right, okay, a little disclaimer, just because I know a storyline goes a long way in this, and like they want to lead into a storyline, and I have not caught up on the storylines, but Edge versus Randy Orton, <laughs> I'm going to give it to Randy Orton. Definitely, I agree. Shout out to one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Randy Orton. Yeah, I definitely was like a huge fan when I was younger, and I'm still a fan today. So it's crazy. Yeah. He's like 40 years old, and he's still doing his thing. Oh, I hope you're cemented in history with that RK out of nowhere meme. I still said RK out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2014 or whatever. Let me see. All right, Cena, Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Oh, that's interesting. That's like a flashback to like what WrestleMania thirty. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to. I, I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. I'm gonna give it to Bray Wyatt, but I feel like no. Cena's, gonna Cena's gonna win it. I definitely think Cena will win too. I'm not the biggest Bray Wyatt fan, but I can see like the appeal because there's really no like evil evil heels like that unless you're talking about like Undertaker or somebody. So I can see it, but we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Uh, we got Undertaker versus AJ Styles. I want the Undertaker to keep his his like his win loss ratio like controlled. Like I want this man to win some more, so I'm gonna give it to Undertaker. Definitely, because I think he's only lost one match at WrestleMania. Hopefully, he can continue. Exactly. Uh, we also got Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. This should be interesting. Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. Mm, I unfortunately think Brock Lesnar's going to win, but I would love to see Drew McIntyre whoop Brock Lesnar. Dude, it's been so long. Like, I don't understand how they continue to give him the title. Like, the fans just, should be sick of it at this point. I know. For real. Like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know whether they took a contract with UFC or, like, what's up. Like, but I know I'm tired of it. I want, like, actual, like, not saying he's an actual wrestler because he has some pretty dope moves, but I want to see like wrestlers, like good technical wrestlers, holding these titles because I want to see some good title matches that like isn't just somebody beating the living. Dude, I swear. <laughs> and then last one we got, it's a controversial match because somebody dropped out, so I don't think it's going on the card anymore. But we got Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. So who would have won if this match would have still been going on? I feel, like they were, I feel like Roman Reigns would have won that. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a tight match, but I feel like Roman Reigns would have won that. Definitely. And I, I read like a couple articles that said he pulled out of the match because he had, what was it? Was it leukemia, I think, before? Yeah. Roman Reigns had leukemia. And he came back like at a pretty, he came back like not even a year later, I think, which was pretty shocking. Yeah, but he dropped out of the match due to the coronavirus concerns because he has like pre-existing health conditions. So... It's probably a smart idea for him yeah. not to wrestle just as a precautionary measure, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's one WrestleMania that you'll miss out on. If he stays healthy, he'll, he has a lot more to go. Yes, sir. So we got the wrestling picks. We talked about ISG a little bit, gave you a slice and tour and all those life. So I just want to say thanks for hopping on mm -hmm. with me, bro. I appreciate you as always. No problem, man. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Invite me to be a guest anytime. Definitely. Hey, we're going to have to get a joint episode going with you, Chilo, and Eddie sometime in the future. So stay tuned. <laughs>
Freaking the heavy, heavy smoke. <laughs> Definitely, bro. All right, man. I appreciate you for hopping yeah. on and I appreciate you for literally just being a good friend and always being there for me, bro. Yeah, it was a good talk, man. I hope we hang out soon. This quarantine stuff's got to end. I'm yeah. going crazy. Hey, Aurora home. extended it until like May 15th, so we might not get out of the house anytime. I know. I know, bro. It's I'm going to go insane. You tell me I have a month left of this. Yeah. <laughs> we're barely <laughs> making it through right now. We're only like on like week two, so... Literally like two and a half weeks. Not barely two weeks for me. Yeah, just champagne me, please. That's all I got to say. All right, bro. I think that's all I got for you. So I appreciate you, and we will catch up soon. But Cultural Currency Episode 1, shout out to Arnaldo for being our guest. And we will get into it again yeah. next week. Appreciate Thank you, bro. All right. Video. All right, guys. So we wrapped up Episode 1, Cultural Currency. Thank you guys for tuning in. I just want to do a quick little promotional session here. Shout out to some of my boys. First off, we got Jacob Zero. Follow my man on SoundCloud, on Instagram, all of the above. He's got some new music coming out. He's got a single called Starstruck coming soon. So definitely tune in for that one. I'm sure it'll be a hit. Uh, we got my boy Kendrick. Follow him on all socials. K Scott Productions. He does any video editing, all of that type of stuff. So if you're looking to get a video, definitely hit up my man's. And last but not least, we got my cousin, my bro, James. Follow JXXBL on all streaming services as well. He just dropped a tape called Quarantine. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely tune in on SoundCloud. Once again, thanks for tuning in to episode one. Hope to see you back for episode two sometime in the near future but for now take care during quarantine wash your hands don't go outside please stay inside please stay inside i cannot reiterate that enough i don't want to stay in the house any longer so yeah listen to the cbc and we'll get this quarantine thing taken care of all right take care we'll see you for episode two Maybe I'll love you one day, maybe we'll someday grow Till then I sit my drunk ass on that runway on this one way 2.30 baby won't you meet me by the beam Too early maybe later you could show me things You know what it is whenever I visit Windy city, she blowing me kisses, no